Welcome to a Delco Nerd Network podcast. I am your host, Anthony Rigucci, and here through the power of the internet, we get online and we bring a few friends in here. Few, meaning one, because, you know, that we haven't had more than one yet. <laughs> and we talk about a certain topic. Today's topic is going to be the convention survival guide. Here to discuss my good friend, Jim Malthanis Carr. Welcome, my friend. Thank you for doing this. Episode two. Here we go. Happy to be here. So before we jump into the the, uh, topic, I'd like to discuss how we met, which is pretty much you joining uh, my Guild Wars 2 guild, Maven, and we were raiding. What year was it? 2015? Uh, That was Wing 2 was was when when the team got together, I want to say. Was it 2015? Uh, I... think yeah god. oh my god <laughs> isn't that scary like to think about that when you put it in the context of like guild wars 2 and how long like ago you, that was when you stop and think how long something was released and it's just like oh my god has it been that long already i feel like in the last few years though like since i've been in college like it just seems strange like everything between 2013 and and now it's just like has it really been that long it's well, about... I mean, I'm not going to lie. We, me and my wife have this conversation all the time. Like, it, it doesn't feel like we graduated college all that long ago. Meanwhile, we graduated yeah. in 2008, so... I've been out for three years. Yeah. Yeah, it's only going to get worse. Yeah. But yeah, how did so how did you meet Age? Uh, did you meet him through, like, another game? Uh, Age? No, we met through uh, the Game Breaker Nation Guild Wars 2 Guild. Oh, really? I think, and... I, I think I, I've heard that before. And then the only reason I was in the Game Breaker Nation Guild, I knew Arlie because we're both moderators on MMO Champion. And mm-hmm. then she's like, oh, you're getting back into Guild Wars 2. I've got a guild you can. And Game Breaker Nation and onward. Small world. That's funny. And the last thing. So obviously this podcast is called Beyond County Lines. I'm in Philadelphia. Pennsylvania. You are also in Pennsylvania. So I, I think for a while you're going to be the closest one to me unless there's somebody there's somebody else. You're unless you're like in the off. suburb. You're in the suburbs of Pittsburgh, right? Yep. We're yeah. uh, I'm like I could walk to the Pittsburgh airport in 15 minutes, jump the fence and get arrested. How how far are you from <laughs> How far are you from Pittsburgh? Uh also 15 minutes depending on traffic. Right. So okay, you're like literally the same distance I I am outside Philadelphia. So, yeah, we're just in, you know, you're in the worst city. I'm in the better city. <laughs> Look, I don't like being in the city either, so. <laughs> but, I'm, like, the only reason I paid attention to, to sports, the only reason I know the rivalry exists is because I had coworkers and I know their mood based on how Pittsburgh sports teams did. Oh, and that's yeah. the only reason I cared. <laughs> <laughs> we, it, it's, it's funny how, how much Philadelphia sports fans hate Pittsburgh. I think it's mostly with hockey. I I really think it's mostly with hockey. It is 100% hockey. And honestly, like Pittsburgh (laughs) Pittsburgh sports, like Penguins fans, they really don't care. (laughs) 
Like that that amount of vitriol is it's, not reciprocated. No, it's all like, from it's, us. It's just all from Philly, and we're just over here like Dude, you should have so last week was the home stand for the fusion uh in, in Philadelphia. We booed the shit out of the Washington Justice. Like I'm just like not like like this this fandom just follows over into the esports like it's nothing. Like nobody told us to do this. Like we're just as fucking like like negative towards the other team as like like anyone would be towards with when the Eagles play or the Flyers play or the Sixers play. I was it's, like it's just it's just the anger is just everywhere from Philly. And city it was of, city of brotherly love. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny though that the justice were like, like, kind of like egging it and like playing it on. Like they were kind of like, they were like, oh, like we couldn't hear us when they came out, and they were like, you know, they they were getting into it, which is funny. Um, because like I feel like you know most most of the players, I guess, being Korean and stuff. I I assume most of the U.S. and maybe Canadian players get Philadelphia's like, I want to say energy. <laughs> so but like the Koreans are probably like oh why are they booing us they're so mean <laughs> it's like no this is what this is how we are honestly in Philly if you get no reaction that's probably worse I would agree like if no one says anything if like you get no reaction from the crowd then they just don't care and it's so, just like... so we have a lacrosse team called the Wings and I went to like a Wings game years ago and and I don't know who we were playing but the they would they said all the players' names and they would come out and after every p- single player's name the whole the whole standing was just like sucks like every single one I was like this is like this is savagery like I don't oh, I don't geez. think I like I'm like this is bad I was like we just don't care but what else is new <laughs> so we're here to discuss conventions. And we both have a – you probably have more convention experience than I do, and I think with traveling, definitely. Um, I've been to a ton of local conventions in Philly, um, and I've driven to Newark Comic Con and PAX East. Um, what about you? Uh, PAX East three times, uh, 2016, 17, 18. Uh, PAX South 2020. And honestly, those are the only conventions I've been to in my life. But they're the big ones, so they matter more than like the small ones. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of, I kind of get the, um, the overflow from Anthrocon here in Pittsburgh, but that's just because. What is that? Is that just your local thing? Anth- Anthrocon is a massive furry convention held in the uh, Pittsburgh Convention Center. Oh yeah, your local thing, totally. Well, like no, I'm talking like they hotels book from Erie to how far south? Yeah, from Erie to Weirton. Well, that's because there was a Mets game. Oh, there was a Mets game at the same time, but that was that was one of the years. But that like, was a yeah, she she used to work at a hotel. But um, that but sounds like, really strange. Are they? Yeah, yes. No. The the furry <laughs> like when the furries show up for Anthrocon, they're super great. It's it's great. Like the people down in the strip district in Pittsburgh. They make a ton of money because, like, the furries come out of the convention center, they walk around, they buy stuff, they get lunch, and then they go back to the convention center. And it's just, like, I've talked to people down there, like, yeah, they're great. They're polite. They they pay. They tip well. Is it during the summer or is it during, like, oh, during that's, the summer. oh that sounds terrible. That sounds uh, so believe, hot. Believe it or not, there have been a lot of advancements in uh, 
suit making apparently i have a friend who has his own suit um they take uh computer fans and they wire them up in the suit and hmm. they create their own basically ac system inside is, it, is that like super complicated to do that you know of or no i don't know i just know that it's a thing huh interesting i've never i've also never been down to anthrocon i just know that it's huge and yeah. i end up seeing like a lot of people like there's a huge influx of people but uh east is definitely my biggest convention that i've been to yeah we're on the east then, coast so it's yeah. it's definitely easy for us anything um uh, i mean so south was the only one you've flown to oh i fly to east oh do you i'm not driving across pennsylvania oh true yeah you got so much more of a trek than i do yeah. um how do you know how far the drive is let, let me i can i like it would have to be a 12 hour drive easy Plus, uh, I don't want to drive in Boston. Across the state of Pennsylvania or just Boston? Just from here just to Boston. 12 hours. 12 yeah. hours. Yeah. Yeah, because it's six hours for me to get to, to you. Yeah, I'm not, like, I, and then not, I have, I got nine hours. And then I don't want my car in Boston. It wasn't that bad when I drove. See, <laughs> I just, see, Boston actually has public transit and sidewalks which I'm not used to in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh doesn't. I've been to Pittsburgh once. Like, there are sidewalks, but, like, the public transit sucks here. Oh, yeah, it does Pen- sucks in Philly, too. PennDOT keeps getting rid of bus lines. They you, they keep trying to do, like, some kind of high-speed either bus line or tram line going from, like, some of the suburb areas into the city. That must but be they- our state. Because it, it sucks in Philly, too. And, like, it's the same thing. Like, there's a ton of trains going out um, from Philly to, like, those suburbs. Um, but like, yeah, I've never taken public in, in Philadelphia, but ever on, like public transit in Boston is fantastic. Honestly, it was pretty good down in, um, down in, uh, San Antonio, but I think that's getting a little farther ahead in, you know, surviving conventions. So I'm going to hold that. Let's foreshadow it back. We're, we're going to hold that. We're going to hold that in reserve. Yeah. So what we were going to do is essentially from the moment you buy your tickets, we are kind of gonna just gonna walk through the process. So obviously, like there's like prepping to go to the convention, and then mm-hmm. you know depends on certain variables. But then and then we'll talk like once you're at the convention. But so as soon as you buy your tickets, I think we can both kind of be like you need to get your hotel almost instantaneously. Uh, that well, <laughs> even before you buy the tickets, you have to know what you want because something like Pax East has four days. True. Do they, true. Do they start doing um, all day or all all weekend passes again? No, I don't okay. think. They, so, yeah, so that was a thing, and I know it was a thing with New York Comic Con, and I think they actually took it away with New York Comic Con too, because read scalpers. Yeah. Right. So the the thing is, you have to know which days you need to buy. So if you're going to go for the whole one, you have to know you have to buy for the whole one. Right. And depending on the con you're going to, like PAX East sells out real quick i'm gonna say for every con that is a big deal new york comic-con any packs and maybe except for south you uh, yeah south we were able to buy a, a three-day pass like we're just oh yeah we'll go to south three-day pa-. there were three-day passes still on sale yeah i was gonna say we landed down there how many how many days after the tickets went on sale did you buy the tickets the passes I don't think we ordered them immediate. Did we order them immediately when they went on sale? Or was it a couple? Well, we waited a bit. For- 
East didn't go out as fast this year either because four day passes. Yeah, but it's just it you you have to do like a little bit of research and make sure that you know you need to be like when we went to um, PAX to when we went to East in 2018, we had like four people sitting at computers and got into the line. And whoever got in first would pay, and then the other people would pay them back. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much how you have to do it. Um, I know when I went to East, that's what I did with my friend. Um, local conventions usually aren't that big of a deal. Um, the, I don't think they ever sell out. I've never seen – so when Wizard World comes here, um, and there's, like, a ton of smaller conventions that come to the suburbs. We have, like, um, a convention center in Oaks. Um, that It's pretty big. Um but I've never seen any of those local cons really sell out that I know of. And I usually I'm not buying tickets when they go on sale because usually it's very far in advance, sort of like packs. But it's just like not necessary. But with with things like packs, with a, a E3, with New York Comic Con, like if you're not buying day of, you're kind of fucked unless it's south, which is a smaller. I don't know if I would ever actually go to E3. <laughs> Not this year. <laughs> well, just in general, it's too much bullshit. Like it's I feel se- like E three is all flash and no sub. Right, but it's not. It's not a fan convention. It's a media. Yeah, convention. it's it's, a, it's press and media. So it's yeah, really like wild. they're 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 catering it more so that fans can go, but like it's, it's the hype. It's generation. not really for fans. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You, you were saying like next step, get your hotel. Uh, hotel. Airbnb is a really, right. really I, good idea. Especially now. I was going to say, like, not just getting a hotel, but, like, Airbnb is definitely a way to go well, for, in because, general, for traveling. So I want to say every year we went to East, the Airbnb that we would get with the amount of people we had going, the amount of money each of us had to put in was almost the per night cost of hotels. Mm-hmm. So you're going to save a lot of money with an Airbnb. You might be a little more out of the way, but, you know, a place like Boston, like I was saying earlier, really good public transit. You don't have to worry too much. And now we have Uber and Lyft. It's kind of funny how yeah. all that stuff has definitely changed everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, like generally speaking, if you go Uber and Lyft, you have people who are used to driving in the area. So that's one of the problems I have with Boston is that uh, the – Pedestrians are as aggressive as the drivers, and the lines are a polite suggestion. Yeah, I definitely noticed in Boston, uh, Philadelphia streets aren't small. Some are small, but they're not chaotic. It's not like New York. Well, I mean, you got. I mean, and that's a shitty comparison because New York is insane. But in Boston, I definitely felt like this New York vibe, where like there were just cars everywhere, but not as like congested. A city that's been existing since colonial America. Yeah, we still got some cobblestone roads. Here. Yeah, you got some cobblestone, but like even then, like some of the roads they just have so it's just there. But right. you get you get your hotel or your Airbnb. You make sure it's close to at least some kind of transit. Like we walked at South. We were on the, the river walk, and we could have even either done the river walk in San Antonio to the convention center, but that would have added a little more walk to our convention to to our trip to the the convention center so we didn't really do that Mm -hmm. but that was you just have to make sure you have your route planned 
Right. Yeah. I mean, and like that, you know what? I guess you don't necessarily have to do that right when you buy the hotel. But before you go, you should definitely know like your travel itinerary from getting to wherever you're staying mm-hmm. to the convention. Um, some uh, I know in PAX East, like there's shuttles. That's a thing um, that hotels or the convention provide. I'm not sure which one it is. Um, but yeah, like you can utilize that. You don't just, you know, you don't have to just Uber and Lyft or take public. Like you could just take the free shuttle. But then you're at the mercy of when's the shuttle coming? You know, the yep. timing might not be, you know, if you're going down there, sure. But coming back is kind of the more difficult thing. And then if you like, honestly, book, if you have to take a plane, book your plane. Immediately. Yeah. Because right. if you plan way in advance, you pay less. Yeah, I mean, flights. that's, and that's a, like a flight tip in general. <laughs> like, if, you, if you're ever flying anywhere, just, just book way in advance, and then you're done. You don't have to worry. And then uh, I know we flew United, and one of the things is you can get your your boarding pass on your phone, and they're like, here, they email you a link, take a screenshot of this, and you take a screenshot of the QR code that they scan, so you don't have to worry about paper. So you just hand them your phone at the gate and they scan the QR code. Off your are not phone. all, um, what are they called? Airlines. Thank you. Airlines. Are they not all digital? Yeah. This. I, I don't <laughs> know. Like I, I've got paper boarding passes. I, and I know that's pretty, like, I know you can still do paper, but, uh, somebody like, I don't fly much. Um, I've flown in like maybe over 10 years, but, um, somebody told me that, the like doing it through apps is still like a year or two old like it's still pretty new Uh, airlines airlines are not as slow as like banks and hospitals but they're still pretty slow to because i mean you got to figure there's a lot of moving parts to scheduling airlines it's not something you kind of want to upset without you know having everything planned and worked out so right it's it's not terribly surprising but uh the, the next step, I would say, like after you get your 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 how your lodging and your travel real quick before you jump to that, I just wanted to say this. When you're getting your hotel or Airbnb, if for some reason you like th- there's like an issue or something, book something. Don't go like a week or two and not book something because you'll be fucked. Yep. <laughs> Like everything it, will fill up very quick. That's what Shrimp did for us when we went to East last year. He booked a hotel, which ended up really working out. Great hotel. It was the Revolution in, in Boston. I think it was that was called. Um, and it was like, it was the bare minimum for what we needed. We all had beds, but like the hotel was like, you literally had the room to walk in and walk out and there was a TV. Like there wasn't much utility stuff. But yeah. he was like, hey, like we can still look at Airbnb. Let's do that. But we have something just in case that doesn't work out. So yeah. think about that. Don't don't wait and get nothing. Get something well, and, then and look around if you need to, and you can always thing cancel you can things. Do is you can start, if you know you're going, like you're 100% going, look before tickets go on sale for the convention you're going to. Right. When do they – how far in advance – again, you have to look to see how far in advance they're releasing the dates of the convention to. Um, East tickets go up – in November usually but, so but when do the when does the date of the convention come out uh before that like like long before like i think a month or two beforehand just okay. so people can like decide like that's why we didn't go to PAX East this year which 
I'm now kicking. We're now kicking ourselves for because Arena Net's going to be there. Right. Yeah. Of and course, I'm the year like, I, I I go to me age and shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's, we don't get to go, and it's just like damn it, Arena Net. But yeah. um, it's you got to plan things, and it might be easier to try and book because a lot of people will book their stuff after they get their tickets. So you have a little bit right. more leeway that way, I right? Because then you're you're secured with going, like you have the tickets. Yeah. But you know, there's a few different ways you can do it. It's just kind of really how far in advance you're planning, how sure you are. Also, people coming with you is is a huge factor. Mm -hmm. um, when you guys went to South, was it just you and Krista? It was me and Krista and our friend. So it was just three people. Okay. But then when we went to PAX in 2018, we had. You had, a, you had, like, a lot, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. We, had, we had, like, four extra people with us. And you guys got a house, right? I, we rented it. It was basically an Airbnb apartment. Oh, okay, cool. So. I mean, that's not, like, a bad idea, though. Like, yeah. at all. Like, hey, like, get as many people as you can to minimize your costs. Because, like, oh, yeah. the passes yeah. are one, are nothing. And then it's the hotels and the fucking food <laughs> that you must be spending I a shit ton of money it's, on. It's the food. Like, honestly, it's the food. Uh, though, getting an Airbnb with, the, like, a kitchen, and then you can just buy stuff and cook for yourself. Yeah, yeah. That was a luxury we didn't have. But speaking of food, so, you know, I don't know how where you – actually, you were kind of going into something. I'll let you, I'll let you well, kick it off. Like, you, you got to start packing. Right. And Mine is a packing-oriented thing, food-related. But uh, Well, the, packing snacks is important. We did that – this is the first year we did that. But um, yeah. Enough clothes for a fresh change of clothing every day, and I'm talking pants, shirt, everything, plus one extra set. Mm -hmm. Always. I do that for pretty much every trip. Yeah. Well, yeah, unless you plan on buying t-shirts, but... It was yeah. funny. Um, Age and Shrimp both barely packed much of anything because they're flying. So, like, yeah. I had a pretty big bag with a lot of shit, and they had, like, the bare minimum. I was like, whoa. And then well, like, well, is... he was like, yeah, well, we flew and you didn't. I was like, true. I had a car to put like, I brought a ton of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, well, I, I suppose that's why, because like we try to get all of our stuff in as carry on. Yeah. So it. And you have the, the stuff packed, get the clear plastic bag that TSA recommends and all the, the shampoo bottles and everything of the right size. Tissue. It's like. Tissues and hand sanitizer. Yeah. And keep those packed in. And then uh, I, I'm i going to do this the next time we fly. Surgical masks. Like medical masks. <laughs> I mean, yeah, with, for, corona, if, with corona. <laughs> well, okay, so the problem with coronavirus. We have, a, we have a flu scare right now, though. Like, not even because of corona. Well, because of corona, but it is flu season. But, like, now yeah. every the levels are like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, people are, people are freaking out. And it's literally just, you don't have to worry about it unless you're in, like, elderly super young or immunocompromised just stay do the normal keep yourself clean and stay healthy and you'll be fine you know it was real quick sidebar since we brought up coronavirus you know we know that like sony pulled out of um pax and a few other companies and they also pulled out of gdc and it's like if corona was really an issue do you think like the convention would still be happening if it was really an issue like that's what i'm saying like it doesn't no, make any using sense it as an excuse yeah, well, Sony, uh, Sony, one hundred and ten percent. Like anyway, but, 
<laughs> but the other thing is you get your carry-on, which may or may not get checked depending on what group you fly in with a lot okay. of American airlines. I, um, with like U.S. airlines, they they put you in stages and you're basically paying for the overhead compartment space. Mm-hmm. We had this conversation multiple times. It's just like, because the overhead, if you're at like the last boarding group or you get to the gate late, there is no overhead space and they have to check your bag. Okay. So like the only thing you put in your, your luggage is stuff you're willing to lose. What a, what a, what a, like a thing. Like, yeah, you know, just be okay with losing like everything. Well, that's, that's the thing is you get the carry on and you get a personal bag. Like I have like a mailbag kind of thing. Like a messenger bag, right? Yeah, like a messenger bag. That's where I keep everything that I don't want to lose because they're not going to take that from me. Mm -hmm. So I had that, and that's where I had all my snacks and the hand sanitizer and everything. And that's that's where you keep, like, you still want to pack that light because if you buy cool shit at the convention that you don't want to lose, is everything okay? The stream is... Yeah, I noticed. ...being funny. You can just keep going. Okay. But uh, the everything you like, you, you pack the personal bag light just so you can pull more stuff back from the con. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, snacks, like fruit bars, protein bars. Can't get yeah. drinks in. Yeah, so going... Really? With I brought water into East. Uh, you could... Well, I meant you can bring water into it. I mean... Like you can't take, you can't bring water from outside in, in through past. Oh right, flying. Yeah, yeah, true. (laughs) Um, yeah, we're dropping a ton of frames all of a sudden. I have no idea. You're not broadcasting out of Shanghai, are you? No, because I had that happen once when uh, OBS updated. It changed where I was streaming through. Let me just stop it and resize it and see if it's any good. Not that's fine. Punch it. Huh. It's even like the streaming is like being weird too. Like it's not stopping. I'm a blame Twitch. Hundred and ten percent I'm blaming Twitch. Let me make a note of this time. Thirty seven. I can just edit this out. Hmm. Let me see. Output. Stream. Yeah. Huh. Strange. All right. We can just we can just keep going. I'll try to I'll try to deal with it while while we're talking. So yeah, going going back to the food stuff. So if you're flying, I guess you can't. When you went to South, you brought food with you, or no? Yeah, uh, not into the con, but like onto the plane. Krista bought a bunch of uh, like protein bars and stuff. Mm, and okay, she you you into our personal bags. Yeah, okay. Because like I brought, so when I went to East, obviously I had a car, so it was a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, I brought like a case of water. Uh, and like a bunch of like crackers and like chips, like things that like aren't meals, but like. You can eat in your hotel or your, wherever you're staying. Yep. And you can eat at the convention as like a, you know, like a pick me up or if you want to stop, take a second, drink water, cracker, whatever. Um, you can easily do that. 
Uh, meals, on the other hand, is kind of tricky. Um, like you said, like if you're staying somewhere, like you're probably gonna have to buy there. Um, and I'm like, I'm the, and again, it's like, I don't know what time you're gonna have to actually cook a meal. <laughs> like again, like you might not have the time to do that or want to do it. Like you're you're going home. Or you're coming back from like a day of walking and doing things like you may just have yep. no energy to do that. Well, um, one of uh, Arlie's friends at East, she would just bring baked goods like that was just the th- she'd bring muffins and, and like. Apple bake and stuff, and there would just be like giant. Serving trays full of baked goods. Oh, that's sick. See, and like again, it's like the more people you have, the more you're chipping into like the group stuff, and like mm-hmm. yeah, like um, age and uh, shrimp in like the water was fine, but they didn't eat. They didn't, they weren't eating like like a ton of the stuff, which is fine. I brought it for like everyone. That was the purpose of it. Um, but most of the meals, yeah, it's like I don't even think I ate lunch most days. I think I just ate dinner. I mean, it, mind you, it was only two days. Two days? Three days? Yeah, do remember to eat. Thursday, when you, yeah. When you go to a con. Jack. I don't know. Maybe I did all four days. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember. Well, he brought a case of water, so. Yeah, I brought water. Well, she, she was. She, yeah, reusable bottles. Yeah, also a good idea. Yeah, yeah. If, trying to be green. I didn't, I didn't do that, unfortunately, so I'm a bad man. I'm a bad man. Did you at least recycle the bottles? I did at least recycle the bottles. Okay. But, you know, you got your food, your snacks, and everything. Uh, if you can, bring. if you can swing it and, you, you know, cook, because it's just cheaper in general. Um, the surgical mask for the plant, like, I, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, yeah, going back to that. I'm pretty sure I caught the flu <laughs> on the way down there. Really? Yeah. Did you get sick? Oh, you got... I think I remember a tweet. You did. You were sick when you were there, right? Mm-hmm. That yeah, sucks. I was. I was one hundred percent sick when I was in Tennessee. Oh, what a pain! Um, but the thing is, on top, I think the thing that made it worse, and I actually think, to the pollen down there, because like getting oh, through that time of year, through, really? Well, it's it's warm. It's Texas. You, oh yeah, true, like, dude. You know how like not cold this winter has been up in PA. Yeah, it's been pretty tame. Have you guys uh, gotten snow? Uh, some like. And then it's gone two days later. We've gotten like one snow. It was like barely an inch. And I'm like, we're due. Like, there were <laughs> there were rose bushes blooming in San Antonio when we were down there. Like we saw blooming roses. Wow. In winter. Like it was that warm. Yeah. Also, but, great thing going back to packing. Make sure you're packing appropriate for the place you're going to. Yeah. 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 100%. So were you, were you wearing like short sleeves or was it still like cold enough that like a long sleeve shirt and maybe like a, like a, a hoodie would be fine? Jeans and a t-shirt and I had a uh, light hoodie that, from um, the Dauntless booth at PAX East, I think in 2018. It yeah, was... that's that's pretty much what I did with East last year in Boston in March. Like I was I was a light jacket, a t-shirt and jeans like that. That, that was my yep. that's the go to. And it's just, you have to pay attention to the temperatures that it's going to be, and you know, you're fine from there. But um, it, I got sick, and then when I, like, midway through Saturday, so, like, Arlie's boyfriend hands me a Zyrtec, and for our allergy medicine. I take it, 15 minutes later, fine. Wow. Yeah. And then we left early, we left at, like, one or one thirty from 
on Sunday. And then as the day went on, it just kept getting worse and worse again. And then... Well, I mean, that's good. It was getting worse then. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is we were doing like the airport through the Charlotte, because we had to, um, we had a layover in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, true. Being sick on a plane isn't fun. And as we're going through the airport, like I, like my lungs are still on, like it's getting worse and worse. And we sit down. Thankfully, I managed to get a bowl of chili at a place right before they stopped taking orders. Uh, No, I did not mow through it because I was not (laughs) feeling fantastic. Um, Thankfully, Krista got sick, but she did that when we got home. I didn't get sick from East last year. I spent a lot of, I I did not go to a single panel at at South. I spent Mm -hmm. all of my time on the floor. So that could have also exasperated that a bit. Um, I'm pretty... My immune system must be really good. I don't get sick very often, like ever. Um, if I if I get sick, it's very like fatigue oriented, and like I'm like run down for like a night or a day, and then I'm like kind of back the next day. Like it might take me a while to like fully recover, but like mm-hmm. I'm not. I am never bedridden when I'm sick. Usually, like even even like during that, like I'll be down here like playing video games or watching something. Like I'm never. I don't think I've been bedridden since like elementary school. Or maybe like middle school. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I didn't expect to get sick. I was like, I, I know how I am, but let's see. And I, I came out pretty unscathed. So uh, I suppose the other half of that is, you know, if if you're, if you know things that help you, you know, stay not sick, bring that stuff, like immune system boosters and shit. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then, you know that goes for like if you take med- medication regularly. Don't forget that shit. Like you're yeah. gonna be away. Like obviously, like obvious traveling stuff. Um, you know, but, just don't leave without anything uh, super important like that. Getting to the day of travel, because we were talking about that, uh, wear comfortable pants. True. And also while driving, I wore, I, I think I wore sweatpants while driving yeah. and yeah, I was driving, I, I was driving six hours. So my, I had a friend from here who was going to come to PAX East last year with us, called me day of and was like sick the whole weekend. Oh. So he missed out. So oh. I drove to Boston alone. Uh, which was all right. I had podcasts and stuff and I had driven alone maybe like three hours. So this, that was the longest. So I had a six hour drive and that was the longest drive I ever did alone. That was all right for the most part. Like, obviously like I didn't get lost. The drive to Boston from Philly isn't that bad. It's a straight shot. It's a straight shot for the most part. And it's all highway, but I don't know the area. Um, and I stopped like once to go to the bathroom and like a really weird, um, (laughs) <laughs> rest stop in Connecticut. Like these are like fucking PAs are pretty legit. This one was like a general store, <laughs> like a Dunkin' Donuts and a subway in a bathroom. It was like one floor in the middle of the woods with like a weird gas station. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> As I pull up on it. Yeah. Like, uh, uh like, Especially the newer ones in Pennsylvania are like really nice. Yeah, the ones that are basically look like parks that are yeah. on the side of the highway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I wore sweatpants through the airport. My wife wore sweatpants. Our friend Sarah wore sweatpants. We're, look, look. Nobody cares what you look like as long as you are like covered and you're not violating nudity laws. Nobody cares at the airport. There are no rules. Okay, there are a few rules, but like. For all intents and purposes, there are like, no rules. <laughs> wait, if you are in the airport, like there's a, it, it, it's limbo. 
like once you're past TSA, there is this point where people just stop caring about how they look. I really Especially have the like multiple hopping flights. Yeah, yeah, true. And like that, and like that's fine. That doesn't bother bother me or anything like that. It's so funny. I haven't flown like I've flown post nine eleven, but like I haven't flown recently, and it's very intimidating because I just don't know the process. Like I haven't experienced it, so like I might have to like travel for work to Myrtle Beach, mm-hmm. and um, which is in North Carolina, South Carolina, one of the Carolinas. I don't know. Um. And it's just like, fuck, like, I haven't flown in forever. Like, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm a scared little boy. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, it's just intimidating, though. I mean, like, especially if you're going to a convention alone, like, you might have to deal with that, which is scary. Because you, if you don't yeah. know the process, you don't want to miss a flight. You want to make sure you have everything together. Well, that's um, why if you if you do some research layovers. beforehand, yeah. if, well, if, if you, you know, if you're unsure. Try to make sure the layovers are, like, spaced. I think minimum we had, like, two hours in between. Our layovers and you only had one i assume right yeah we we had one layover each way but like we had yeah. a good gap in our time so so we could like sit we could get to our gate we could sit we could know we were in the right place and just you have that you if you needed the time if if you fucked up you had the time to fuck up exactly like if right because that's one of the things is like uh our flight out of San Antonio was delayed. Air Force One was in, was at the airport. Was Trump there? Yeah, apparently there was a rally or something, and traffic to our gate was delayed because they used that gate. Austin. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Austin. <laughs> yeah, we we flew down to Austin, and our we all hopped into her, the back of her Prius, and then we drove to San Antonio. Uh, okay. No, but. Y- yeah, so was was the I guess I mean going into this like going from the airport to um and even in Boston, like how are you usually going from where you're staying to the airport? Um so every single time we've been picked up uh somewhere by friends because they, oh, they knew the area. Um, that's that's and, nice. Well, except uh Boston we walked to our Airbnb, but the only problem was we usually take like super early flights cuz they're the cheap ones. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time we were left in Boston carrying our luggage, walking around and just kind of doing stuff, which was great. Like it was, it's great to walk around in Boston and do that. Uh, San Antonio, we were basically sitting in front of the uh, the Austin airport for a while, waiting for Harley to get off work, and then <laughs> which was yeah. fine because the temperature was like it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, but, and, uh, and you can easily take a lift and Uber. Yeah, we we have that luxury from you know. Right. We were just we just had to wait for a bit, so it wasn't all that big a deal. Um, uh, with with um, honestly, walking around Boston was probably the best part. There's really nowhere to like. You just have to get on the Silver Line and get out of the, and then just kind of be in Boston. And then there's plenty of places you can just kind of hang out. Yeah. The biggest dude. problem we ever had was waiting for our Airbnb. Because oh, really? It's it's kind of like check in time at a hotel. You can't go into it like right away. You have to. You can't go into it until a certain time. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, uh, I know. I got there early before our check in time, and I think H may have. 
Or maybe they timed it well. I think I was there. I was the first one at the hotel, so I was sitting and waiting, but it was yeah. only like an hour or oh, a little the, bit the, less. The hotel that's um, attached to the Boston Convention Center is hilarious. Why is that? Before packs. Because we you walk in there and there's just like cosplayers checking their gear. There's like there was there's just one dude. That I, I've there. been in there, so I do know what you're talking about. Like the dude's just kind of like passed out, and she was a UK dev for a company. I don't remember what co- I don't know if I ever found out what company it was from, but it's just like people passed out in chairs. Yeah, and it was it was just fantastic because I, <laughs> well, it was fantastic. It was, well, it was there was a, a Citizens Bank like business convention at that hotel. That during day. PAX, it was the day before. Oh so God, was, that's rough. It was, it was the Wednesday before we were in the hotel. We were waiting for for um, people to show up so we can get into the Airbnb, and there was just all of these business people, and they all come like it looked like they all went into their meeting room for their meetings, and it was perfectly normal. And they come out, and all like, of what the fuck gamer <laughs> nerds are just everywhere, and they're just kind of like, what's going on? Yeah. That's a pretty nice hotel. I went over there for something, um, but it's it's pretty like. We, I guess we it has to be nice. Because the Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. um, it's interesting they let you really come to and fro though, no matter who you are. But that that was the other that like you land, figure out what you're gonna do. No, yeah, know what you're gonna do between I landed and I can get into where I'm staying. Right. Yeah, because you usually okay. get in there the day before, so I guess in most cases it's a Wednesday. Yeah, um, and that's not, like in a place like Boston. Like if you like, now that I kind of know Boston since I'm full time, like there are plenty of places you can go and just kind of chill. Uh, the Irish pub that is attached to the hotel that is attached to the uh, Boston Convention Center is a fantastic place to go for, and that was kind of a tradition is where we'd all meet up there and eat. Because they just have really damn good food. Um, there's good a there's a few other places nearby, um, but that that's kind of another limbo time. And then you know, generally speaking, you get into wherever you're staying, you unpack, make sure you keep your shit organized, and you actually want to 100% unpack. Like if you're flying, you want to 100% unpack your bags. Absolutely, that? because when you buy stuff. You don't want to have to take stuff out to put stuff in. A lot of if you're staying in an Airbnb, a lot of Airbnbs also have um, washer dryer access. Mm-hmm. So what you want to do is like that last day you're prepping to leave. Like if you're leaving from the convention center, the say you know the con ends Sunday and Saturday night, do your laundry. And then generally speaking, you've already bought all the stuff you're going to buy, unless you were hoping people were going to like drop their prices on Sunday so that. Like drop merchandise before they have to travel again. Mm-hmm. You pack all your shit, and if you have everything pulled out of your bag, it's easy to put stuff in in a better configuration than when you showed up in. Right, that's kind of why Age and Shrimp packed light because they intended on buying things and yep. they have to fly, so it's a little different than me where I have a car to do what you I just, want with. It doesn't matter; you just throw your shit in there. Right. Yeah. You just pack your trunk as you go, and it doesn't matter. Um, but, uh, even even talking about um just teeing it back locally like if you're doing a con locally um and especially if you're in the city and the parking is weird kind of know where you're parking beforehand and also mm-hmm. know some places where you're gonna get food uh for for the the pennsylvania convention center in philadelphia the, uh i don't know if do you know the, what the reading terminal market is 
Nope. So it's basically a market. Like, imagine, like... Have you seen Blade Runner? Yes. Imagine, like, a market in Blade Runner that's really tight and really small, all places with food and everyone's eating everywhere. There's a So that's what Reading Terminal Market is. It's, like, under the convention center. I guess it was an old terminal at one point, and it's just, like, really cramped, really small, neon signs, like, all sorts of food. That sounds really cool, actually. And it's But, like, there's really good places to get food in there. So, like, getting food there for okay. us is, like, we know a few spots, and there's, like, places outside. It's, like, it's easy. Um, yeah, but think, like, knowing a few restaurants to have in mind that are outside uh, the convention is a good idea. Like, having some sort of idea of maybe where you're going to eat that morning for that night just so you, like, have some sort of sense of, like, so that's, a plan. Eating in the morning could probably be, like, one of the easier things you could yourself right eating after the convention ends or like around dinner time around the convention might be the worst idea you ever do in your life because everywhere is going to be packed right and me and age uh we left without shrimp shrimp was still there and we left and like we we just walked for like a while we tried to yeah. find any place and we eventually and did like you've got an hour wait dude like we went to shake shack one of the nights and it was like oh my god I was like, dude, let's just go back to the hotel in Old Domino's, and that's what we did. <laughs> yeah. um, it was funny because we actually walked into a barbecue place in South, and we were actually being served. And the problem is the barbecue place, you're supposed to, like, go up to the counter, place your order, and then they'll give you, like, one of those number flags. Yeah, was this, like, Mission? No, it wasn't Mission. It was just a, a local place. Oh, okay. Um, and they were serving us, and we thought it was weird. And it turns out that... The um the enforcers had booked the place for like right after we showed up. So all of the enforcers were eating there. Gift saw me as I was leaving and Yeah, I get a I, message I get a message on Twitter. Hey, did you just leave a barbecue place? I I didn't meet Gift at Paxis, but I saw him. <laughs> yeah. But it was at, so like Next step, I would say, is like you're at the con, like you've picked up, like if you're an international, you've already picked up passes. Get like PAX has an app so you can like plan everything. I've always got my badges mailed to me, even with New York Comic Con. Well, if you're in the US, they you can't pick them up, at least for PAX. If you're international, what? you have, if you're international, you go to the con. But, but if you're, there. but if you're in the US, you can get a mail to you. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought, I thought, I feel like you just said the opposite. Yeah. They don't offer pickup if you're like, if you're international, it's pickup. If you're in the U.S., they That's what I'm saying. I was like, I was like, why would anyone want to just pick their badges up? Like, just I would love to pick my badges up because that is less of a chance of them getting lost. True. That is, I mean, with flying, there's definitely a risk, but I mean, I guess you can just put them in your wallet or like. Like You might use your wallet. (laughs) it's, It's one of those things where just because it's like if you lose them y'all know i already paid for these so you can just be like here's a new one if you uh, lose your badges are you fucked i believe so i don't know if there's any or like say it gets stolen Um, i don't know if there's any replacement program because i've never like we get them real early and then we put them in like we keep them in the fold like the the package they come in and like put it in a place of like promise somewhere safe right but uh you get the app, plan out. Yeah, that's what, a good idea. Look at look at panels. 
and plan what panels you want to go to. Because I would panels, I would say to do that way in advance too. Oh, it, yeah, like look for the stuff you really want to hit. You can go over it again once you like get to your hotel because then you can do the whole plan of attack thing. But like, mm -hmm. plan your panels because honestly, your panel like going to panels is going to be the more constraining thing. Like going to yeah. the con floor, unless you're looking to do a meetup with someone, which I saw a Markiplier meetup at one of the Easts we went to, and holy hell. Like the queue in the con floor was filled and the queue hall was filled. Cause it wow. was Mark, it was Markiplier and Jack Septicai. Why would they do them together? It seems like a horrible idea. They're both very big YouTubers. I don't know. But the queue hall, like it was it was massive. Like I actually think that there were people queue hall ended. Mm-hmm. Like people just didn't get to say hi. Just because oh, there were many people. But um, other than that, like, plan what booths you want to go to. I would say that is your number one priority. When you're in there Thursday, the first thing you want to do is get in line for whatever your biggest thing is. Uh, that was uh, me and Age got in Ashes of Creation in 2018. And that's uh, an MMO that's uh, it was it was pre-alpha when we played it. Yeah, was, that's a Kickstarter, right? I honestly I had no idea what it was before I got in line for it, and then I got in line for it, and it was pretty cool. I managed to break it. Oh, that's cool. I'm because, I broke uh, Biomutant when I played it. Uh, well, it was I was year. playing like a tank. <laughs> I was playing like a tank class, and like I hit the charge button as an enemy used like a pull, and I clipped through the ground and teleported away from the party because it was kind of like a game master was running like a scenario like he was the some kind of invulnerable god mode character Dude. that was just kind of running us through stuff oh, that's and he had to like he had to teleport me back but like i had blipped out into like a bandit patrol elsewhere in the area so i at least the very least got to experience like the tank class because i didn't die for a while and i'm like hey he's like one of you died is everything why are you over there? I'm just like, I don't know. But um, yeah, if there's a huge game you want to see, plan to go there first. Don't yeah. go there on a Saturday. Right. Like Thursday is your least packed pack day. Pax, Pax East specifically, Thursday, since they only just added the day in Thursday is your best day. Saturday is going to be the most busy day. There are actually people will plan around not buying a Saturday pass. Yeah. Because Saturday is just fucking slammed at any convention I've ever seen. Yeah. There so, are people who can't get days off, stuff like that. So Yeah. Um New York Comic Con, like it's the same thing. Um obviously there's no game um, there's actually some games to play. Depends. Um but like those panels there are for TVs and TV shows and movies. Like know what you want to do prior like yeah. so you you can like go queue up to sign like for new york comic-con doing panels is very weird you have to like sign up it's very strange um and i didn't know that going there i didn't do any panels in new york comic-con because like all of them were like booked up before we even had a like chance to bat an eye or know what was going on yeah um so that was like a learning experience um you just kind of really need to know what you want to do in advance yeah. when things are and like the PAXs do have a maximum for 
panels, but like I don't think I've ever seen a panel get locked out unless it's in the main hall. That's true. Yeah. So, so Borderlands three uh, first look was last year, and I'd come out of an IGN panel and was going to go there. Uh, I couldn't because it was full. Yeah, because the line was full. Yeah, so anything, like any convention you're going to, if something is in the main hall and you need to queue up, I like, you know, you might need to line up like an hour, 45 minutes beforehand. Like, make sure you allow yourself time to do that. Don't yeah. go to something and then expect to come right out of it and go right there, like, because it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other thing is, don't be afraid to, like, so going more from planning to, like, just in the con hall. There's two things. One, Make sure whatever personal bag you have, because I mentioned the personal bag from the plane, empty that shit out and keep that with you so you can keep, like, a snack, right. a reusable bottle of water, shit like that. Um, and so you can put merch in it for stuff you buy. Yeah, like, make sure you have make sure you have a bag or a backpack or, like, a drawstring. Yeah. I guess it really depends on what convention center you're going to and what they allow. Yeah. Well, I've never seen a place stop you from... Yeah. So, like, because they just have the, the people, they have security looking through the bags at the start, and you just go from there. Right. But make sure you don't have, like, the bludgeoning backpack. The bludgeoning backpack. Okay, you know the people who have the backpacks that stick out, like, two feet from their back and turn really quick and they slam into you? Yeah, like do like that. like hiking backpacks? Yeah, like, well, even, like, normal backpacks, if you overstuff them, and it makes it hard to walk through a crowd. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I brought like a Jan Sport backpack. The, the the messenger bag that I have, like, perfect because I can like pull it in front of me and like, I can make sure I'm not waddle along, barreling people over. Um, if you have a problem with crowds, you're in trouble. Uh, yeah. Um, no, I don't think there's oh, any wait, way around no. it. If you have a problem with crowds, there is uh, takethis.org and the AFK. Yeah, it is invaluable. They have their own set of rules quiet it is a chill place if you have anxiety with crowds like krista has problems with crowds we've used an afk room the afk room every single time we've gone to pack mm -hmm. just to relax yeah i was kind of i'm a kind of okay with it but i mean i mean I, I was thinking more you were talking about just being in a crowd and like in general it, not necessarily well, like you taking yourself out of the situation sometimes you need to like kind of like you, you can handle it in short bursts um mm -hmm. edges of the con hall like if you want to dive deep into the con floor the edges are usually pretty empty so like if you need to dive in and then dive out plan your escape route and shit like that mm -hmm. um speaking of merch uh have a limit for what you want to spend or just bring you know a lot of money <laughs> I I I didn't well, have a no, limit. Like I dude. I really didn't know what I wanted to buy. Obviously, like one of the first things I did on Thursday was I hit the Discord booth, um, because that shit sells out. Yeah. I and I'm not gonna say hit the place you want to go to buy stuff really fast because like some stuff might not sell out, but something like Discord, like their stuff sells out. Uh, well, that's one of the one of the like one of the things I was saying earlier is like sometimes they get like super heavy discounts on merch at mm -hmm. the end, like on a Sunday. Yeah, because they're so trying to get rid of their inventory. So play that if you want to play that gamble, play that gamble. But um, with everybody having like Square and like phone attached card readers, 
it's really easy to spend a lot of money very quick. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you have a problem with that... Maybe bring cash. If you feel secure in bringing cash, give yourself a set amount of cash to spend and go. Because, like, Wormwood, their their booth, it's very easy to spend a lot of money. Very what is Wormwood? Dice. Oh, okay. So I probably, I probably, I probably saw their um, booth and when there, I was there. And there's, there's also like Elderwood Gaming that they also do dice, and they're like six hundred dollars. Uh, like I those did, really nice ones. I, I bought uh, a gem, one of their gemstone sets of dice. How much did that set you back? A hundred twenty some. Oh, that's not then, too bad. And then sixty for the case, dude. Like some of them, like the like the steel ones were like. Oh my god! I was like, "Why would oh, you spend yeah. this much?" Because because that's when people buy that one, and then everything else is plastic dice. That's mine. Like all of my like all of my other, I just wanted like one fancy set. Yeah, but it's very like when you're at a con. It's... So like, chill. And now the other the other <laughs> chill, side of bro. things, which we talked about a little bit at the start, but that was primarily dealing with with my uh, my experience with my classmates in college um personal hygiene ladies and gentlemen please bathe you're going to be stuck in a room with a lot of other people warm going to be a little weird remember your deodorant remember to bathe mm. because like there was a year in the, the the span of the three packs that i went to where there were booth babes at the Twitch booth handing out deodorant sticks. That's like like we were talking about before, and I'm like, that's just gross. Like, well, like it, was, I, it like, was like it was Old Spice, and this was like in the height of the Terry Crews like weird advertising era. Yeah, they still do weird advertisements, but like <laughs> without Terry. <laughs> but still, it was just one of those things where it's just, just just bathe, please, for the love of God, just bathe. I beg you. <laughs> for the love of God. Also, hand sanitizer. You're going to be yeah, touching well, yeah, a lot I of hands. I mentioned that, like, have, Earlier. That, yeah. have that, like, little mini thing of hand sanitizer in a pocket, an easily accessible pocket of your bag. I even, I went to the last Epoch booth, which I didn't even know all that much. I knew last Epoch was a game. I ended up talking to the guy who founded the company, and then I went to play the game, and one of the, the play testers, as I popped out the thing, hand sanitizer, I was like, oh, so that's a good idea. I'm like, Wait, what did he do? Well, uh, one of the it was another of the game devs. He I I played the game. He asked me what I thought of it. Demo. And as I was talking to him, I pulled my ring off. I put it in my pocket. I pulled out the hand sanitizer. I was using that. And he's just like, "Oh, that's a really good idea." Just because you know having your own hand sanitizer on you because not oh all yeah, of yeah, the yeah demo booths are like like they don't all have their own container of hand sanitizer, especially with with did. VR. I notice all the VR booths, they do wash their headsets now, but mm -hmm. I, uh, from podcasts I've listened to, when VR was first a thing, they did not wash those headsets after everyone. Well, a lot of the VR head, the VR booths I saw, they had um, alcohol wipes. They had just a giant box of alcohol wipes, and every time somebody was done, they'd pop out an alcohol wipe, wipe the thing down, and then go from there. Yeah. So... I mean, and, uh, hey, like it, they're they're sanitizing it, but it's still on a bunch of people's faces. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's nothing and you can really do about it. And you're just kind of in the throng of people all breathing the same air. Yeah. But as like, just be chill. Like that's that's the other thing is like there's going to be a lot of people. If you're talking to some of the devs, just be cool, be polite. 
I would say it was actually really fun talking to, to Judd at the last Epoch booth. Like that was that was really cool. I found out that like he's like, yeah, I didn't like Diablo three, so I. <laughs> and then he went on like Reddit and he started pulling together a team through Reddit. Interesting. Yeah, and last yeah, I, mean, I I feel like I've heard this name tossed around, but I don't know what it is. Oh, last Epoch's just it's another ARPG. It's still I they're still in beta. I bought a key there because they they were doing them on discount, and I really enjoyed playing the game. I, um, I met someone really cool, Paxies, but I can't tell you right now. Oh, okay. I'll tell you when I'm out on the internet. <laughs> okay, well, when we're not when we're not recording this, but um, <laughs> but the the other thing, um, and I have to, I call it learning how to stare at the sun. Okay. Um, there are going to be cosplayers. And oh. I don't care what your proclivities are, you're probably going to find one of them, at least, to be particularly attractive. Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> do not, I repeat, do not ogle, do not stare, do not comment on the fact that you are, find them attractive. you got to learn to stare at the sun. Perfect example, there was a woman, I believe she was cosplaying as Storm. And one of the the newer incarnations of Storm, it was black leather. Uh, the only thing I the only she thing have I a mohawk. No, it was long straight hair, black leather jacket, and fishnets. Interesting. I don't. I, I, my only that was my only guess. It was a white hair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was a black woman with a white hair. With sure. Black, well, I, well, yeah. We'll call her Storm. Jacket. I I thought anyway. Storm, but like, like this this woman like. She had a really nice backside. And <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like, I, like, the, like it was one of those moments where it was just like proud. Like there was a whole bunch of cosplayers taking pictures and shit in the front of the hall, and it was just like, okay, don't stare. That's rude. And it's just you know the thing you see out of the peripheral of periphery of your vision, and you're just like, what? Yeah, and then you're just like, and, and then you you see that, and you're just like, wow. <laughs> Now I need to stop staring. Like I need to stop looking. Uh, yeah, I mean, weird. yeah, you catch yourself doing that, especially yeah. guys. <laughs> no, it's everybody. It's yeah. everybody, dude. Like everybody does it, and like you got to learn to stare at the sun. You got to learn to appreciate things out of this, like in the periphery of your vision, and not stare because staring makes you weird. Uh, I so I was like hanging out. Like I think it was like the second to last day of East. I was hanging out on like the you know where the panels are. Mm-hmm. I was just sitting down. Oh, the skywalks up above. In the yeah, room. yeah. I was just hanging out, like sitting on the floor, and like, I like this couldn't have been like the like, oh my god. So there's an an anti Aqua cosplayer from Kingdom Hearts three sitting. Okay. There, which I knew she was there when I got there, and then like, like you know, I was just sitting there, and like, oh dude, like I saw her on the floor, so like it wasn't it wasn't like my first time seeing her. I'd see I took a few pictures of her when she was posing like uh, on the on the convention floor. Then here comes two girls cosplaying Donald and Goofy for Kingdom Hearts. I was like, oh my god, and I'm like I'm just like like I couldn't even really see like how attractive they were or like if they were good looking, but I'm just like I'm just looking at their cosplay. I'm like, this is fucking sick. <laughs> I was like, Kingdom Hearts fan. Yeah, yeah I, I was like, I was like, she's there. Like, she is a fucking duck. Like, <laughs> like it was really cool. And they were like, they were like sitting down and like, 
adjusting things and like or like just hanging out so I didn't like bother them but like I was like I was not moving they weren't moving and I was just like I don't want to I hope they don't like notice if I'm like looking at them I felt weird so I did stop it, it always feels like when you're you're looking in a like like it's like the weird subconscious thing like you know somebody's looking at you and then you immediately turn and make eye contact like I think both of you make the face of like were they just staring at me yeah but I was just like, I was just like, I think I Snapchatted something. I was like, I was like, I was like, I might need to go over and propose to this girl right now. <laughs> I, I will admit, I did compliment someone on their cosplay. Uh, Petra, have you played Fire Emblem Three Houses? Uh, no, I know the game though. So Petra is one of the characters from the Black Eagles house. She's honestly, she's she's. She's like legit wife and material. Um, I mean, I'm googling. Ah, ah, okay. Well, it's it's primarily because she's like as a, she's from another country in the game, and for better, for lack of a better term, her English is not great, and it's just her mannerisms and speaking. She's adorable. She's fantastic. She's a great character. I told the girl that Pira is best girl. I confused Petra with Pira from Ruby. Oh no! Oh no! You fucked up. I did. I you did. fucked up. Your nerdum are gone. It's now, stripped now, away. See the thing is, this is, this is the end of Saturday when I when I hadn't when I was still like like I was really getting into being sick and I was like getting like the, the like I was getting the fevers. But mm -hmm. like I ran into her later. I'm like, oh my god! I realized five seconds later that I called you Pira and I don't know how I mixed up Ruby and Fire Emblem and it was. A great moment because we both laughed at him like your petra cosplay is fantastic petra is best girl and then we had a laugh and she said thank you and away so i got to fix it but like oh thank you dear i don't know where i left that but i appreciate you um but yeah like and i was i was like i realized half a second after i mixed that up and i was just like oh no i, I just fucked my entire life up I was, yeah, I, I, I was very dramatic about that. Oh, I would have been dramatic about it, too. Chris, I would have been like, oh. like, yeah, you're, you're sick because you, you're being dramatic. And I'm just like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, like, once you're at the, the convention, it's pretty much just putting a thing into list of, like, what you want to do. And, like, every day, like, making something a priority, making sure you know what you want to do every single day. Honestly, conventions, it, it, like, it's all in prep. And, like, and it's, it, it can be overwhelming. It, it can be overwhelming, like, you know, and you you might have to miss something. Like, it, it might just happen. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, it, it's really about knowing what you want to see, who you want to see, what you want to make a priority. Um, you know, also think about, like, you're going to be waiting in lines a bunch, um, which, like, the snacks come into hand there and then the wa having water and stuff like that. And, like, uh, all the stuff is, like, fueling into each other. Switch because it's portable because I saw people with their switches everywhere. Yes. Yes. A hundred and ten percent. Like... What a game changer. And this is where I just go, maybe I should just get over it and get a Switch. Get a Switch. <laughs> get my fucking achievement. Dude, just get it. Stigma. Actually, I like, but the thing um, is, like, I would love it if I traveled a bunch, but I don't travel. So that sucks. Just what? wait on it because uh, it's possible oh. they're going to be doing like a Switch or something. Yeah, yeah. The the pro model or doing a, like a better model. Yeah, I know. Like there uh, was already a hardware update because we have the like literal launch version. Yeah, I know. I know the 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 base model battery life. So yeah, and then the light, obviously, but I, I wouldn't get the light. But yeah, would you believe the light is literally the same hardware in a different plastic case? Yeah. If you crack the plastic casing for a switch light, it's it's three separate circuit boards. 
it's the two circuit boards for the Joy-Con and the circuit the main switch. I believe it. It's they Nintendo. In a different case. I mean, it's it's cost effective because then they don't have to change any of the the uh, production line. Right. But and honestly, like everything we've talked, like it's been a Goram hour and a half almost. It's all literally everything is in the prep. Yeah. So. And then leaving is fun, but no, know. leaving is not fun. <laughs> yeah, sarcasm. <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I don't even want to justify. I don't even want to sarcasm. I, I didn't catch. I didn't catch the the end of your last sentence. I don't want to leave. Yeah, I, I don't even want to justify sarcasm with. I justify <laughs> with sarcasm. I, I don't want to. I want to stay at a convention. I want a convention a hundred percent of the time, but I don't have the money for that. <laughs> I know. It would be killer. That would be the worst. It would be terrible. Um and wonderful at the same time. But like being at a con is great because I remember well, at least it's not so much of a problem for kids anymore. I remember made fun of for shit that I like now. Yeah. Like yeah. Like games and comics and, and stuff. And now like people have entire Goram conventions. Case in point, there was a mother-daughter cosplay that we saw that the daughter, and I want to say this girl was like six, six yeah. She was dressed up in the default outfit of PC. Of who? Uh, the, the, the female PC from Pokemon Sword. Okay. Like the six-year-old girl was dressed up in like the default outfit of the, yeah. the female character in Sword Shield, and her mother was dressed up as her mother. Like the exact uh, outfits from in the game. I, and it I'm was tr- adorable. I'm trying to think. Like, uh, like I mean, like when you go to like comic book convention, that shit's everywhere, mm-hmm. and it's funny. Like, you know, a family is like the guardians of the galaxy or whatever. Yeah. Um, I I'm trying to think. I probably saw some at PAX, and I just can't remember them off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, that's really that's really f- cute and funny. And then, and, and even if like going back to like talking to cosplayers, like a lot of them will have cards, and you like if you like their. They'll have. Um, there was a Syndra cosplayer from League of Legends that Krista talked to. She actually had her her card, her business card was a keychain. It was laser etched on. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. And it's just like some people do it professionally like that. It's just you know the things they hand over. I, I thought about cosplaying at PAX East, but I decided not to. It seems like it like it really adds to, to your your load. Like you, you would know. have an easier time of it because you can. Right, yeah. I don't have to. I don't have to fly guns <laughs> and um, weapons and costumes. Yeah, if you're driving, it's definitely easier. But still, like, it's still like a lot. Like, you got to carry all that shit all day and mm-hmm. possibly the entire week of the convention or weekend. Yep. But honestly, like in like, I guess my closing argument, just it's all in the prep work. Make sure yeah. you have your plans set. And then other than that, just enjoy yourself, man. Yeah, we were talking about the AFK room. We, we already mentioned that, and that's like 100% yes. Take this.org. They're fantastic people. Uh, yeah, eventually you're just going to have to take a break, whether it's there or somewhere. Also yep. account for that, just like just taking a second to fucking do nothing and just sit there. <laughs> I, and like honestly, you're going to need if it. You, if you don't necessarily need a quiet room in the, like in the convention hall where you can just kind of sit and chill. Yeah. Like, give yourself time to rest. You can't just go, go, like, you can't be going 
constantly. And eventually, like, the first two days may be that, but, like, as you get to your third and fourth day, like, you've seen a lot of it. You will so, wind like, down, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 how I am usually um, with, with those. Uh, I suppose like, that was my problem with, like, with South, is there weren't any, like, panels to really get me, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the last the last day the last day of PAX East last year, I like um there wasn't much going on and I was leaving in the afternoon, we all were. And like um I just uh I just like walked around and like made some like last minute purchases. Um I bought like some Dark Souls shit. I got a cool you you know what Papers Please is, right? Yeah. I got a paper please like uh the inspector pin. Here we yeah. go. Uh, is it easy to get? Nah, I'm not speaking, get speaking of pins, um, one, you can oh, buy I gotta, locking yeah. pin backs because pack, especially packs, they, there's a massive pin trading, everything. Wait, there are a lot of pins to be Keep had. talking. Keep talking. Uh, the, the second thing is, uh, make sure room for business cards because like, you're going to find a lot of tables with business cards and that's how you find Yep. <laughs> I have all my pins. <laughs> Dude, like, I was just saying, make sure you have a pocket in your bag for business cards and for ad papers, like, stuff like this. Um, the other thing is, uh, you, you brought up the pins. We saw the final boss of PAX. What? There was it. Okay. You <laughs> see, like, the cloth trench coats that are, like, the thin cloth, like, full-length trench coats. There was a dude in one of those. And we, we heard him coming because that cloth trench coat was covered in pins. Oh, my God. Like, this dude was easy six foot tall, and it came to, like, an inch off the floor trench coat. Like, it was built to fit him, covered in pins. I know there's a lady who goes to the New York Comic Con and Comic Cons, and they call her Button Lady, and she has a bunch of them. Well, he had... So, there are some Penny or, like, PAX official pins that can only be gotten from trading at Penny Arcade trading spots from PAX personnel. Oh. Like it's like Disney. Store. It's like yeah. Disney. <laughs> he had all of the pins from South that you got from trading by noon on the first day. What a crazy man. That's that's like I I was talking to one of the other PAX staffers like coat. Like, he knew exactly who I was talking about. <laughs> Dude, he needs his own boss music. He just, he needs, like, someone <laughs> following him around with a boombox. Did you, um, at South, did you get your Discord team pin? I did not. I didn't even go to the Discord booth. <gasps> Why? Why not? Just not. I got a PAX, I got a Discord shirt from, like, the PAX East shirt from 2019 and uh, Wumpus. I do have, I think I have a Wumpus pin. Oh, I got, I got oh, actual, I got actual Wumpus. He's, uh, he's on my desk yeah. at work. All oh, right, yeah, you, the little Wumpus plushie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's at yeah, work. I don't know. Like, I just, I, I didn't make it over to the Discord booth. Oh, one thing we didn't mention about merch: if you want Pax merch, do it the first day too. Um, sometimes they run out, and sometimes the line's long. Get there as soon as you can if you really yeah. want a Pax East official thing. Yeah. Or PAX South, whatever well, convention you're is, at. The, 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 one of the things that, that is a problem is they often have limited editions. Like, the first year we went, they did limited edition. 
the Legend of Zelda, like the NES game, the first one. It was the old man. I have. <laughs> she's, it was, they had a limited edition run of the pins. And the funny thing was, like, they were. It's all right. not that exciting. <laughs> but, like, they were actually giving IOUs to people. And Seriously. We were, talking to the, we were talking to the guy, and we're like, are they giving, act like, any paper out for anything like that? And he's just like, no, we're not tracking it. So we're just telling that to people to get them to leave the line. Do what you got to do. I, I, like, that's that's one of the problems. Like, if people are out of stuff, you just kind of got to. All right. Show. Oh, that's that's dope. They look really nice too. Oh yeah, they're they're like all the Pax pins are really good. Um, I don't know, maybe it's just because South is not nearly as like South Saturday felt like East's Friday. I I mean I believe that because I know it's a newer convention and not many people are yeah going out yeah. But it's it was it was actually kind of nice. Dude, I, I, I don't blame you. Like, local conventions are pretty, like, tame. Like, obviously, again, Saturday is the biggest day. But, yeah. like, it's not, like, crazy. And you don't feel, like, fucking overwhelmed. <laughs> like, it's not wall-to-wall. Like, East Saturday is, like, wall-to-wall. I wasn't... I'm not, like, the type who gets, like, anxiety from being in crowds. Yeah. I mean, like, Even obviously... can be a little... Right, it still can be a lot, but like you know, sometimes you know, I I there was a few times like I just got to get the fuck away from people and like just mm-hmm. sit down. Like not that I was like really stressed out, but like I'm just tired. I just don't feel like you know walking into people. <laughs> well, it's been an hour and a half, and I actually have to head out here shortly. But yeah, no, that's cool. I was gonna I was gonna say like just to reiterate your closing thought. Yeah, prep. Uh, prep. It's really it's really about preparing. All, and honestly, like you can get all your. Pre- the week you buy your passes and then you're done and you don't have to worry about it until like you have to pack in which case like that's the week before and then you're done and that does it for us yeah thanks for watching guys um if you've been watching live at twitch.tv slash duck under network we thank you uh you can catch this um if you're not watching live you can watch us on youtube as well as most podcast services just search duck under network you can find us pretty easily we uh more of on facebook twitter and Instagram at Delco Nerds. All this info can be found on our website, DelcoNerdNetwork.com. Thanks for listening, guys. Stay nerdy, and we'll see you next time. Skadoosh.